Welcome to I'm So Obsessed, where we talk with actors, artists, and creators about their work, career, and current obsession. I'm your host, Patrick Holland, and today I have three guests who you know from shows like Top Chef and Iron Chef. That's right, it's chefs Kristen Kish, Justin Sutherland, and Jeremy Ford. They host and compete on the show Fast Foodies, where they are tasked with recreating and remixing a famous fast food item chosen by a celebrity. I should note that this interview was recorded at the end of March. Hey, to help our listeners out, can each of you do introduce yourself, say your name, so you can put a name to a voice? I'm Kristen Kish. I'm Justin Sutherland. Jeremy Ford. And I'm like the luckiest guy because I'm such a big fan of all of you from your days on a variety of shows, but especially your new show, Fast Foodies. And Kristen, I wonder if you could start us off and describe what Fast Foodies is. Yeah, Fast Foodies is basically food meets comedy meets personality meets a bit of alcohol meets friendship and slight competition. So where we take fast food, a celebrity guest brings in their favorite item. Uh, we take that, we try to copycat it in the first round. Our celebrity guest chooses who their favorite is. There's some form of disadvantage going into the next round. And then we hit the remix, which is where we all do our chef interpretations of that same dish. Um, and then from there, our guest will choose a winner and that winner gets to walk home with the championship trophy, which is what we all want. <laughs> and, and what I like is uh, it's not just like another cooking competition show. It's very fun and versus cutthroat. Yeah, I mean, uh, what you see is all real. I mean, there's no, um, there's no one tell, telling us what to say or do. They, they, they genuinely let us be us. And I think that's why, um, you know, this show comes off so much fun and so much excitement. And, and, and we're always laughing because it's just hilarious. But um, um, yeah, I think, I think it was definitely stripped down from all of the aggressive, like try to demolish somebody else's you know uh day so i think it's, it's it was a really cool simple um you know way we did it and justin i wonder if you can tell us how did the three of you guys come together for the show who came up with the idea and how did they all kind of come together you know the the creative minds over over at true tv and then our producer michael rucker you know kind of came up with the concept and then you know kind of went on a on a talent search and i think we all got individually approached with this um, project, you know, at, at different levels. And, you know, from, I think they did an amazing job casting it. I mean, when we, when we walked on, there was just instant chemistry with the three of us. I, you know, it, it, it just works out perfectly. So um, I think they did a great job. And, you know, when I got the call and they pitched the concept, I was like, absolutely. I mean, you know, redoing fast food. And then when I heard it was going to be with Kristen and Jeremy, uh, it, it was a no brainer. I would say, what's the environment like Kristen, when you guys are filming this, is it, is it, a hangout environment. It just seems so much fun watching it and the chemistry seems so genuine. Yeah. I mean, after we navigate and really set the tone, obviously for the viewer, you know, for all the TV stuff to say, this is what the show is and this is how it's going to work. From there, there's just cameras everywhere capturing everything. And you'll notice in some of the episodes, there's some stuff that they air that shouldn't have normally been aired, right? It's like your, your blooper reel almost. Um, so there's some comments that add a lot of color and character to you know what we're doing so they they anything anything is fair game so once that camera turns on and all the cameras turn on um from there they have free reign to use whatever they want so i i don't think we paid attention a lot to be honest which is what i think why it worked so well and what added right. to so much um comedy and, and fun parts 
I think one of the most favorite, uh, my favorite part of the show is the remix part. And um, what is maybe the the riskiest remix you've tried so far in the show? Oh man, I mean, you know, they're they're all very risky because it's all you know, it's in the it's in the eye of this of this celebrity. I mean, we're not you know cooking for Tom Colicchio, who's going to be you know judging on extremely technical food things. I mean, some people want to see it remixed very literal, and they want you know exactly you know, what it was. And some people love the complete, you know, off the wall going in a totally different direction. I mean, you know, we did a cheesy gordita crunch and I made, and I made shrimp and grits, you know, and then things like that. So I think, I think they're all pretty risky, but they're also, they're also really fun because fast food just has such distinct flavor profiles to pull off of that. You know, you just, you, you, you grab the pieces that you love and just kind of run with it. How long does it take to conceptualize like your approach to it or the recipe? And do you have time to practice beforehand or is it all kind of done on the fly? Well, uh, we don't have a lot of time. Um, I would say within like 24 hours, you know, 48 hours or somewhere in there um, uh, as far as, you know, figuring out what we're going to do. Um, you know, I mean, I would go back and forth though. I would have like 10 different ideas. It would be hard for me to be like, okay, like, which one of these is going to speak to the original, but, and also like, like when I, I feel like when you eat a burger, you, you still wanted those layers, right. Of like crunch and lettuce and stuff. So, you know, my biggest challenge was like trying to figure out which dish I was going to do, but um, yeah, we, we didn't have a ton of time, but I think we all kind of knew like, you know, we, we, I did dishes or at least components of dishes that I've either done in the past or um or very flavorful i know kristen did some cool stuff out of her book which i thought was really cool to be able to see like some of her little things from her book like get onto the show and it actually like made complete sense so yeah it was it was very it was very um it was very fun and challenging to decide which to which to choose yeah and kristen is there like a certain remix that you've done so far that that sticks out for you you know i think one of the one of my favorite ones um is the Carl's Jr. remix um, yet to be aired? I think it's in a couple weeks. Um, it's one of my absolute favorites. Like I'm excited to somehow formulate that into translating it onto my Arlo Gray menu at the restaurant. Um, I really liked it. I thought it was fun. I personally thought it was delicious, and for me to think my own food is delicious is uh, is tough to do. It's tough to impress myself with my own. <laughs> but um, yeah, that one I'm I'm really really excited about. I mean, so the remix, the other aspect is like the the fast food. We all have that not only like taste connection, but the memories where there's you're being a child with it or the comfort of it. Is there, uh, Justin, I wonder if you could answer this. Is there a, a fast food that's just too perfect to be remixed that's just like, don't mess with it. Just leave it leave it as is. Uh, I mean, I, again, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll stick with my Arby's. I don't think there's anything better than an Arby's beef and cheddar. Um, I even, you know, I even told him on my Instagram a couple of weeks ago that if it showed up on fast foodies, I'd just put it right back on the plate because it's perfect. So. <laughs> I'd say, uh, Kristen or Jeremy, uh, what, do you have an opinion on that? Is there a perfect fast food that you just it would be hard to remix? I mean, I don't think I think it's pretty impossible, and I I've never personally made a curly fry, but I'm with Justin here, and Arby's being like everything to me, so. The Arby's seasoned curly fry, there's no way in hell I can make that better. It is what it is, and it is what it is because it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> to me, there is nothing that is untouchable. <laughs> Will you make me an Arby's curly fry then? And just yeah. in a beef and cheddar? Make me a beef and cheddar. <laughs> we're going to have one episode, one episode where Jeremy just makes 
Uh, Makes us Arby's. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the Arby's special. <laughs> so obviously the other aspect of this are the celebrities, and you guys have had some so many good ones so far and, and, and coming up. Are there any ones that uh, stick out in particular to you? Uh, I mean, two, I think, I mean, I kissed Bobby Lee on national TV. That will, uh, <laughs> that will stay with me for the rest of my life. He was amazing. Um, and honestly, Andy Richter, I think he, I mean, just, you know, being Conan's, you know, straight man, being the number two his entire life, like he was just like the perfect guest, the perfect co-host, hilarious. Like we'd just lob up softballs and he'd knock them out of the park. Um, and he's just so smart and genuinely was so interested in the food. He knew what he was talking about. There was never like he could just carry the show with us. So and Andy was hilarious. But that kiss with Bobby uh, was magical. <laughs> and what about you, uh, Kristen? You know, I think for me, I, I have to <laughs> wait, wait, I'm sorry, Jeremy. You said Justin there was, on... did you get, you guys had a kiss? <laughs> we I think we we had a kiss or two. Did you? <laughs> oh, that, that might have been out one night after the show. <laughs> yeah. That, that was Every definitely no cameras. Sense. They went to... They, <laughs> Every night. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think Andy Richter for me was highly memorable. And it was definitely Andy Richter. Like he... Everything about him was... He was smart and he felt... I think the most excited, like childlike excitement where he was just like drinking his whiskey. I mean, he drank us all under the table that day. Um, and he genuinely really dug into the food and, you know, all of our guests really do, but so there's something about him. I have a little soft spot. I don't know. He's just, he's sweet. He's just a nice guy. He's Andy. He's Andy, you know? Uh, and Jeremy, is there a, a celebrity that you haven't had on the show that you would love to have on this show? Yeah, I, I got to go with Dave Chappelle on this one. Um, I think, I mean, he's super into food. Um, I've got to meet him a couple of times and share some some conversations. And I just think that he would really fit into um, fast foodies. So I'm, I'm going with Dave Chappelle on this one. And Justin, what about you? Is there, who, who would you really like to see on the show? Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I, I'd mimic Jeremy and Dave Chappelle after he said that. I think that would be amazing. Um, I'd like to get Shaq on the show. Um, he he loves food. He's he's hilarious. Um, I think he would, and he's just huge. So I, I think if we can get uh, Shaq Diesel, uh, that'd be amazing. I'm just going with my same answer with who I really just want to meet one day, and it's Madam Vice President. <laughs> So yes. just everything, every single time I get asked that question, I'm just going to put her name out there every single time and it. hopefully something happens. Okay, so the name of our podcast is I'm So Obsessed. And I want to hear from each of you guys what you're obsessed with right now. So let's start with Justin. What, what's your current obsession? Oh, my gosh. Oof. Uh, honestly, I'm now that so I'm obsessed with being outside. I mean, it has been a brutal winter here in Minnesota, and we just we got 70 degrees coming up here this weekend. Um, so I'm just going to be obsessed with not being indoors. <laughs> uh, Kristen, what about you? What are you currently obsessed with? Uh, I'll give you a serious and a not serious. So I'm always obsessed with mayonnaise, but I'm also equally obsessed with social justice. <laughs> so. Both ends of the spectrum. Nice. <laughs> uh, well, I'm having to be obsessed with steak, um, opening a steakhouse in Palm Beach Gardens in like a month and a half. 
So my whole life is right now. It's like meat. I got meat sweats every day. Um, <laughs> we, we're, um, you know, when you're going into a concept, I really, I feel like it's like an actor, you know, going into a movie set because you have to, you have, if you're going to open a seafood driven restaurant, you need to think, breathe, sleep, eat, and all, everything is seafood. So for me right now, I'm just like <laughs> one more piece of meat and I'm going to keel over and die. Um, so I am obsessed with steak right now. And when you talk about all this meat, or it's, I imagine it's like different ways of preparing it, maybe different sources of the meat. Um, what what are you looking for for a great steak? Uh, well, right, you know, basically the way the way we're going to do this steakhouse is going to be traditional, but there's going to be some fun stuff. Like we're doing like a reverse seared smoked um, ribeye. So you like basically cook your ribeye in a slow smoke at 200 degrees for about 45 minutes, and Literally, it tastes like a cow and a pig had a baby. <laughs> so it's like the most delicious combination. So just working on stuff like that, you know, working on techniques where it's like, yeah, we all love a cast iron roasted steak. But when you put, you know, an hour of smoke on it, then you put it in the cast iron. It's like, now that's another experience. So we're just doing a lot of testing with meat right now. And do your clothes just smell like smoke when you get home <laughs> and meat? Every day. My fingernails right now are like, like I, I have lemon. I put everything you can imagine. And it's still, it doesn't go away. I, I'm curious. Uh, I've, I've always wanted to know this because people always probably ask you guys what your like favorite foods and stuff like that. But is there a food or ingredient that you absolutely hate? Um, and if so, I'd just love to hear from each of you. Like, Kristen, what's a food or ingredient you absolutely hate? And how do you deal with having to prepare it? Um, I hate like truly hate smoked salmon. I think smoked salmon is probably one of the most disgusting things on the planet. Um, wow. And then, yes, I'm very passionate about it. And then um, lamb. I'm not a big lamb person, but that doesn't prohibit me from working with the actual product. So I know what it tastes like. I can cook them. I enjoy actually cooking lamb out of a lot of different meats, but um, just for me, it's something that I, I can't eat. And Justin, what about you? What's an ingredient or food that you hate? I mean, I think this is very, very well known that I absolutely disdain and despise mayonnaise. Uh, I get I get cold sweats when it comes around me. If it touches my skin, I have a panic attack. I can't look at it. I can't smell it. I just hate mayonnaise. And, and Jeremy, what about you? What's a food that you just hate? So, so here, I, have a, I have a fun one. Um, I hate all shellfish because I'm allergic to it. However... <laughs> Um, I'm stuck cooking it no matter what, um, because we're three blocks from the ocean and it's kind of expected to have shellfish. So, so every day when there's like a lobster stock being made, I, I can't breathe for a half an hour. Um, so I just hate that feeling of not being able to breathe. Uh, probably like most anyone. <laughs> Anybody. <laughs> I want to uh, talk a little bit about some of your backgrounds here. Uh, Kristen, um, your top chef journey was epic and heartbreaking and amazing. But what does it mean to you to, you're like, you're the greatest of all time in a lot of people's eyes. Like, what does that mean to you now? I don't actually think about it, I don't think. Like, I feel like as soon as you start thinking that you've reached a point in your career where you've made it, I think that's when you go to die. So for me, it's really about, I mean, it was a wonderful opportunity. It was fantastic for my career, um, but it's just another thing in my list of resumes that you know really 
are the combination of my career and what has kind of grown it to this place. But um, keep on pushing and you keep on growing and figuring out new ways to improve yourself. And Justin and Jeremy, you've also had success on like Top Chef, Iron Chef. Um, like, what do those mean to you now? And it is, do you have a similar out- outlook to Kristen with uh, you don't really think about it or is it something that you're constantly reminded of? Yeah, at the restaurant, it's crazy how many people come in. Um, and I'm there, I'm there, right? I'm there these days about three days a week at Stubborn because I'm starting to kind of peel out the other spot. But, you know, there's a lot of people, man, that come in and they, they want to they see you. They want to. Um, they want to take a picture with you, and it's like it's it's a very um, it's a very rewarding uh, achievement in in my eyes, you know. Um, I, and I'll never forget when Padma came into dinner, you know, like like it was it was as stressful as it was on the show. But like you sometimes forget how big of a thing it was, you know. Like you know, there, there's fans out there that have flown from Boston to come to dinner at Stubborn Seed, and like that's like that 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 means a lot to me, and, and that would never happen without top chef and, and TV. So, you know, I definitely, I don't take it for granted one, one bit, how much it's done for my career and um, how much it continues to do for my career. So I'm super blessed to have had that opportunity. Yeah. I think I, I mimic both of them. I mean, it was an amazing opportunity. It was a great, uh, you know, jump, jump start to the career. Um, I don't, personally think about it too often um but like jeremy said i'm constantly reminded about it i mean people again fly in from all over the country every time i'm in the restaurant every table wants a picture and every you know every table has a story of their favorite you know dish or episode so i mean you know those are those are great reminders of of what we've accomplished but you know like Kristen said it's uh you know, we're, we're definitely not done. And, you know, the, the second you stop learning and striving is, is, is when you die. So um, I'm very grateful for those opportunities and, you know, the the platform that it's given us, uh, you know, to, to continue doing what we're doing. And um, so, yeah, very uh, humbled, grateful, um, but, you know, definitely don't take it for granted. And I want to ask you about even something earlier in your careers, which like uh, Kristen and Justin, each of you trained at Le Cordon Bleu College of Culinary Arts, not the exact same one. Um, but what is there something you each learn there that you still hold important to this day? You know, I think for me, culinary school is right for some people and maybe not for others. I'm glad I did it. I had to do it in order to find some form of structure and discipline. So for me, yes, I learned techniques and I learned what all the words meant and the definitions, just like school should teach you. But I think for me, the biggest thing I took away from culinary school was the fact that I actually had to show up on time and be a responsible college student. (laughs) Otherwise, I wasn't going to make it. I would almost say the exact same thing. I mean, I went to culinary school, you know, after um, after I went to regular university. And I think the biggest thing that culinary school did for me was that was the discipline aspect. I mean, you had to be there on time, nails cut, you know, cravat tied, you know, looking perfect, knives sharp, just in doing that repetition every day which was not how I was living my life prior to that. Um, you know, it really, I mean, it showed me that I do really in love and enjoy cooking, but it, it definitely instilled some discipline in me, um, you know, that I carried through. Um, you know, the rest the rest of culinary school, you know, I think it's better to find a, you know, a, a chef mentor to take you under their wing and, and learn in the field because the major, majority of what you're, you know, you, you need to know you can't learn unless you're in a kitchen doing it. Um, but that discipline aspect is, is the one that's carried through. And Jeremy, your culinary education was done in the streets. It, uh, it was done in um, real world restaurants at a really early age. And are there lessons you learned even when you were getting started that you still that are still like a central part of your, your core or your approach? Yeah, 100%. Um, I mean, I still remember learning how to like Brunois 
um, a carrot for like a vinaigrette we had um, at one of my first like, you know, higher end cooking jobs. And, you know, like those, cu- those cuts and those hours of, of um, you know, you know, working on those skills, like, you know, I still, we, I, I use those skills probably, you know, three or four times a week. Um, so, so for me, it was definitely like the knife skill thing. Um, you know, like, like seeing like, oh, wow, you have to hold your knife exactly at this angle and, and you got to be precise. So I remember learning that and, and, and how serious chefs were taking it. And that's what kind of got me like on that, you know, wow, this is, you know, perfection doesn't come easy. It comes with time and, and, and sharp knives. So, um, yeah, and I, and I preach that to this day to, to all my staff. So, yeah, I definitely carry it through. So what do you normally do on a show is to do a thing called pick one. But since there's three of you, we're going to switch it up a little bit. And what I'd like to do is I have a bunch of questions about the three of you. And I just want to take turns asking you about them. So I think it'll make a little sense. So the first question is for uh, Christina. Christina, out of the three of you, who has the best tattoos? I think, honestly, you can't really, you can't choose one because they're they're all so personal to all of us. You know, I... I, I, I'm not, I can't, I can't choose one. I think all of us for all the different reasons of why we got them in the first place. <laughs> That's such a supportive and nice answer. I'll very, very, um, very political of you. Well, <laughs> we, well, we also do all have three different canvases, different color canvases. So therefore tattoos show up in different ways on our skin, which I think is a really cool way to look at it too. So we all, we all did what was right for us. <laughs> And it's a very poetic answer as well. <laughs> um, all right, um, uh, Justin, who is the neatest when working in the kitchen? Oh, Kristen, 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 <laughs> for sure. By far, by far. And then who's the messiest I mean, in the kitchen, yeah. Jeremy? Uh, I don't know, it's a toss up between me and Justin, dude. Um, <laughs> we're, we're, we both get pretty nasty sometimes. Out of the three of you, who's the funny one? I think you. We all have our moments. That's for sure. It d- it depends on how feisty we get. I think. When Kristen got a couple drinks in her, she becomes hilarious. Uh, <laughs> I think Jeremy's just Jeremy's just always naturally, you know, playful, giddy, funny. You know, he's just like you know, buddy cop. So he's always funny. And then there's moments of wit that I think we all get in there if we have, you know, if we could pick up on something. I think Justin. I think Justin is the quickest at some form of, the, of like comeback or like pun or something or another. Like it's always very very quick. Um, I always like to relate Jeremy, and I say this in the most loving way. And my fiance Bianca, I, if she had to choose a favor on the show, she'd probably say Jeremy. But like this, that playful child, like like golden retriever, like mm-hmm. he's just so stinking cute. Right. Can't. <laughs> just always like, yeah. I yeah. just want to pet him. Yeah. <laughs> And Jeremy's being very quiet right now. <laughs> um, no, no, no. I mean, I mean, for me, for me, um, I would, I would never think of myself as funny, but I, I think, uh, I don't know. It's so hard to say. Like, there's moments where like Kristen just like is so funny, and there's moments where like Justin just has me like dying. Um, there, there is no favorite. I can't answer that. Like, they're just too. I would say it's definitely not me. It's definitely like one of them. Uh, Maybe, I don't know, man. They're like, they're they're neck and neck. I think they're both hilarious. All right, my last one is, um, out of the three of you, who would you choose to have your back in a fight? 
I'd go Jeremy. No offense, John. Yeah. Jeremy's Jer- just like no. Jeremy's a Jeremy's a freaking UFC fighter. I'm taking yeah. Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> um. Jeremy, pick was, yourself. Pick yourself. Save yourself. <laughs> <laughs> So I just want to thank all three of you for taking time to talk with us today. Um, so excited about Fast Foodies and continue watching it. And um, thank you just again for taking time to talk. Thank you. Thank you for having us. I want to thank Kristen, Jason, and Justin for chatting with me. And I want to thank you for listening. You can catch Fast Foodies Thursday nights on True TV. Please take a moment and subscribe to I'm So Obsessed on your favorite podcast app. And if you really like this episode, please rate it. Until next time, take care.